And welcome to a cup of Joe in the show. My name is Kenny Kramer, and I'm alongside of uh, Jim Master. Hola. And Jared Walker. Hello. And we're doing the first Scream movie mm-hmm. review. Uh, we just watched it. And uh, so, Jared, do you want to do the plot? Well, we should probably start with our histories. With, oh, yeah. So, uh, I think I'm the only one alive when this first came out in theaters. That's I think true. I'm that old. Theaters? Theaters. <laughs> That's how we pronounced it back in the day. Uh, now it's oh, okay. theaters. Okay. Back in back in the day, it was uh, Scrom instead of Scream and Theaters. I see. Yeah. So anyway, Jim, since you're, you've seen it in theaters probably. No, I didn't. I was not allowed to watch rated R films back uh, when I that see. first came out. So I wasn't like that old, but I was still like in the no, you can't watch rated R films. I see. But yeah. anyway, what's your history with this movie? When did you first see it? What was your? I don't know reaction? when I first saw it. Actually, uh, it was uh, probably sometime in the late two uh, thousands. Interesting. After the, yeah. after the, all the hype and everything. After all the hype, yeah, probably Scream Three is probably when I first saw the first Scream. Mm. So yeah. you probably saw Scary Movie first. Uh, I did see Scary Movie first. Uh, I like that one a lot. Um, and I think maybe I saw Scream after that, like right after that. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah. Kenny, what's your history with this? I've seen the first one. When did Which you is see today. It? Yeah. Well, no, no, you said you saw it before. Yeah, saw it I've seen it twice. I okay, I don't remember the last time I saw it. I mean, besides tonight, I don't remember the last time I saw it. I've I was seen like, it a I lot. was younger. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. that. Well, but my first to give you specifics, you you're asking the wrong person. It was the, the summer person. of 2003, July 4th. I mean, it was a ho- it was like probably during the Halloween. Oh, okay. Time. Time, yeah. Yeah. First time I ever saw it was, I think, it's like late November of like, last year. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I've never been a horror guy in my whole life. I just didn't do it. And then a guy from work that I know, he... Uh, Said you have to watch it, and reluctantly I did it. I watched it, and I fell in love with the movie immediately. It was just everything that I thought horror movies were was not this. Really? Hmm. Well, so how many scary movies or horror movies uh, did you watch before you've seen Scream? So, a few weeks before I had seen the first Halloween. Yeah, I was kind of like blown away by that how good it was. Okay, and then I had seen like. Truth or Dare, that really bad. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, so like, and then if you count like Jurassic Park and no, that we sort don't of count stuff, Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. Some people say it's a horror because of all the kills, but yeah. I mean, if I the count T-Rex as more dressed as a, up in a Michael Myers mask, I'd have to agree with them. <laughs> but yeah, but other than that, I don't. Okay. I don't think I really watched any scary movies. I had no. Okay. No. Have I, you seen any uh, scary movies since Scream? Yes, tons. Okay, tons. Now, how do you uh, uh, how do you compare Scream as far as like you've seen a lot of other scary movies and you've seen the tropes that uh, Scream has kind of like satirized. Satirized. How does that kind of like does that make you appreciate Scream a little bit more? 
Yeah, but I mean, for the most part, I've only seen like the really good horror movies okay. since like the first three Friday movies, the first Nightmare on Elm Street, um, the the last three Halloweens, and like They Live. I like the. Uh, I don't really count that as a horror movie though. It's more of like a sci-fi thriller. Right. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So the plot of this movie. Uh. So, it starts in the summer. Mm-hmm. I guess is this summer fall. Uh. Well, school school is still, still in session, in. so I think it's in the first semester of of school. Yeah. Like in the very it's, beginning. It's either. Summer going into fall, right? Because it's kind August, of like autumn. Or people are wearing, you know, turtlenecks and coats, and you mm-hmm. know, it's kind of getting a little colder. Yeah, because uh, the leaves then, are or it's falling. It's really late spring. You're getting close to summer. Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up as you. I don't know. Going, the movie came out in December, so right of '96. So it's a really weird time. <laughs> but this movie is directed by Rex Craven, the guy who did. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. and it was written by Kevin Williamson, who went on to write the second and fourth screams, as well as I Know What You Did Last Summer. No, so, you don't. So he really, <laughs> no, he really has following a, you. <laughs> he really has a good like corner on the market of these kind of movies. <coughs> so it opens with uh, Casey Becker, played by Drew Barrymore, and she is like just doing normal teen stuff. Yes. Yeah. You're yeah. home alone, just watching a movie, getting ready to do it. And someone called Jiffy Pop. Yeah. And uh as one does. A scary as voice. As one would do. I do. Yeah. You still do that? Not Jiffy Pop. I use microwavable Orville Orville Redenbacher. Not sponsored by the show. Oh. But would be a sponsor. But if you would want to. Oh. Let's pop some corn together, you're Orville. Okay, that that's a conversation for another podcast. I'm an act. I'm an act two kind of guy. Oh, so you're like low tier. So this excuse is excuse me. That is the highest tier possible. This is a this is a whole topic that we can get into on a different Ac- episode. Actually, actually, no, no kettle <laughs> popcorn. This make sure to myself. subscribe to our uh, uh, bag of popcorn in a show. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she gets a call <laughs> from a guy and. He seems to be like very charismatic to her. I didn't get that. Fe- I thought he was creepy from the beginning, but hello, Sydney. Well, hello, Casey. Hello, Casey. And he started asking her about horror movies and stuff, and then she's like blowing him off and just hanging up the phone. And then he picks it up again and says, "Who? Like, who am I looking at?" And it goes from that point to more like scary. Yeah, it it gets to the point where it's like you know you you think it's a, a a phone call that's just a prank call, and then it's like, yeah, I see. It you becomes more real really or, fast. You know, which window you think I'm looking at you? You know, something along those lines. You know, it gets creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, it, yeah. It even st- it, well, he even the guy well the guy on the phone even goes like, you have a boyfriend, Sydney. It's like asking like personal questions and it's like if it was a prank call you wouldn't even consider asking hey do you have a boyfriend unless Mm -hmm. it's the boyfriend because there's still that like unknown it's like well it could be the boyfriend just you know pranking the the girlfriend right right you know kind of checking up on her yeah 
you know. But he was already coming out that night anyway. Sure. But she says, no, I don't. Which right. Why would big you red lo- flag. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, you're kind of le- <laughs> leading people on here if you don't tell the truth. All <laughs> <laughs> right. And so there's a really, like, we don't really do it justice by talking about it, but there's a very long and drawn out cat and mouse kind of game oh, yeah. that, that the caller is playing on Casey. Right. And they realize, she finds out that her boyfriend's there and is tied up already. Right. That the killer already got him and put him in a spot. So he's asking her all these questions about horror movies, and he gets to the final question that'll save their lives. And he says, who's the killer in Friday the 13th? And she says Jason. Right, as one would. would be correct for 12, no, 11 of the 12 films. No. Right. No, 10, because he wasn't the killer in five. Spoilers. Okay, okay. Anyway, she says Jason. But if I've, as everyone knows, spoiler alert, the mom is the killer in the first one. What? <laughs> How dare you? I told you to spoil it. You I could get out as you could have gotten out. Oh, man. Get out? That's oh, true. fine. No, that's fine. a different horror movie. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Well, and do you really think that she would have gotten away scot-free? I don't think that the killer had any any uh, intentions of letting her go. Oh, no, no. But that was her, that was right. her thought. Was, right. well, she'll get out. But they had no, yeah. Yeah, no. It would Whoa, be, you got it right. We might as well move on to the next house. Oh, <laughs> shucks. We'll untie your boyfriend. <laughs> well, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like a hypothetical now. Okay, let's say she did get the question right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. What do we think would have happened after that? Uh, I think the same thing. Yeah. The boyfriend would have died the way he did. Um, but would would there have been like a follow up question to try and get her to get it? Try and get her to. No, it no, probably just would have been final like, question. So then it'd be like, wait a second, you're just leading me on here. You know. It's like there was no. Oh, this is all fun and all, but. Bye. Like I, I think he would have like left her alone for a while, and then there'd been like another phone call. Mm-hmm. Round two, Casey. You know that kind of thing. Maybe, maybe they would have killed the boyfriend and not told her that they yeah. killed him. And which the way they killed the boyfriend is really great. Uh, it's all practical stunts. Mm-hmm. So he's sitting in the chair, and they had a false bottom. So like the legs you see aren't his legs at all. Yeah, he was in the back pumping right. the out through the right. It's cool. Oh, it's way. cool. I mean, if you look at it now, you can clearly tell that those are fake legs. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah. but they, they cut away for just a second. Like a, you don't see a lot of it. I mean, there's another cut of the movie where it lingers on it longer, and you see more guts coming out. Right. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Okay, that kind of explains it because when it when I saw it the first yeah. time, I was like, oh wow, that looks real. But when I saw it tonight, I was like, it looks a little fake. Wait a minute, <clears throat> that looks absolutely terrible. Right. It, mm-hmm. With the invention of uh, CGI and green screen and everything, it, it yeah, it, practical effects sometimes like that one didn't look too great. But the point of it is, you're not really supposed to be looking right. at that. So. You're supposed to be looking at yeah. So if they do, it's not that big of a deal. Right. And spoiler alert, God. And Drew Barrymore wasn't actually supposed to be the cold open kill. She was supposed to. She actually wanted. Uh, I think uh, Wes Craven wanted her as Sidney Prescott. Mm-hmm. I think something like that. But but then she, she suggested said she had to do. It she had it to be. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I they like marketed that. it as her being the main right. character. She's on the poster, front and center. And it kind of gives away like psycho vibes, as you know the the one lady wasn't the main. You know she wasn't yeah. like alive for a lot of the film. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. Things. So after that. So after that, we open up to the next day. Um, after she's been murdered and tied up to a tr- uh, swing, just hanging around. Yeah. So her parents see it and 
then the title card comes up. Title card. Or either some. Was there a title card before yeah, that? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. No, uh, Scream is like right at, at the, the beginning. beginning. Yeah, yeah, there's like no, it's and just it, like it's boom. Weird. Yeah, it's I a weird it's title. It's card. a '90s title card. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's just like a hard cut to the next day. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it hard cuts to the next morning, and you see uh, Nev Campbell pl- playing Sydney Prescott, Sydney. and her friend um, Rose McGowan playing uh, Tatum. Tatum Riley Tatum. walk into school, and then they find out that. There's a bunch of uh, news vehicles and everything. Gail Weathers is uh, is there, you mm-hmm. know. No, we missed. No, we yeah, missed we, we we missed because when it cuts from the parents, it goes right, right to, to her uh, house. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then her boyfriend Billy comes then, through the and window. Then Billy, yeah, shows up. Billy. Yeah, because she she's uh she's very she has some weird decorations in her. Yeah, very very like very non-teen room. Yes, for the it, 90s. It's kind of like, you know, the cuz the mom's dead before the before the movie starts and she passed all of her knick-knack and tchotchkes down yeah. to her or something, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah. Has an old-style computer there. Probably play Super Mun- or Fraction Munchers with that kind of technology. <laughs> Fraction <laughs> Munchers. <laughs> you guys ever play Fraction Munchers? I played Did Math you? Munchers. Math Munchers was good. Oh, I love Fraction Munchers. Super Munchers, Fraction Munchers. Oh. So good. You can still find it on anyway. We're going. I played cool map games growing up. Okay. Hey, Fraction Munchers were great. This was about ten years before cool math games. Yeah. Cool math games. I I was in the era of like hamsterdance.com and all those guys and. Yeah. So So back to scream. Yeah, back to the movie. (laughs) So back in my day, we screamed. Anyway. So her boyfriend comes in through the window and. Played by (laughs) (laughs) Like a meteor (laughs) Played by Skeet Ulrich And Yeah that's his name Yeah yeah. That's a weird name Yeah it's Definitely a uh, Like a Stage name Like Oh sure There's no way that's his real name But um, He comes in And He's uh, Being like I never Came in through your window Like acting all He's kind of creepy to begin with he 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 does just play a very creepy customer throughout the whole movie. Like, yeah. there's not like one scene where it'd be like, like he's supposed to be the he's cool the boyfriend. <laughs> he's supposed to be the cool boyfriend guy. But he doesn't. But he give doesn't, off that doesn't vibe. Yeah, no. But maybe right. maybe to girls he did. I mean, if you like the creeper aesthetic, sure. I don't know. Most girls do like a bad boy, so who knows? Well, he. We won't get into that just yet because we don't want to spoil anything just yeah. yet. Yeah. In this part, even though we are going to spoil the movie. Yes. So he comes into her room and they're flirting and whatever. Oh, they're beyond flirting. They're PG well, the thir- dad, the PG dad, thirteen flirting. The dad tries to like peek inside, well, thinking right, that there's yeah. somebody with yeah, there. Because, well, she screams mm-hmm. when right. Billy comes in the window, yes, and then and the then dad tries to get into the room, but she closes. She has the weirdest setup for a room where her her closet door and her bedroom door meet meet together. Yeah. So it like, kind of foreshadows. You know. Yeah. So when she when her dad comes in, she closes the closet door that way so that it gets locked with the doorknobs in between. Right. Mm-hmm. And then her dad can't come in and see that Billy's in on the bed. So or on the side on the floor. So a uh, uh, little departure here. What do you guys think Skeet Ulrich's real name is? It's like Jim or something. No. Skeet Ulrich is a way better name, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Brian. Brian. Ray. 
Trout. Skeet Ulrich's a way better name. Yeah. Ryan Ray yeah. Trout. I mean, yeah. unless he's like a like a, a fisherman singer. Anyway, so anyway. so yeah, the dad leaves and and you know Brian Ray Trout is is still in the room. So then she kicks him out of the window. Just be like, yeah, you got to go home. I don't need you to be here doing this stuff right now. Right, because her dad is going on a business trip and he's still here. But right, right, right. So uh, then she, he, he's real sad and he's like, "What's our relationship? What's it even?" Not reading the room at all. <laughs> yeah, you know, all of these teens in in this movie, you know, all of all they do is reference movies and movie th- things. Like, you know, the relationships, uh, you know, I want it's a PG, but I want to be R, and you know, let's let's push yeah. for PG thirteen. And then she flashes him. And then she flashes him, but but you know, it's tasteful because you don't see it. It's tasteful, yeah, yeah. It would have been funny if he just like fell out of the window in shock. <laughs> yeah, but. You know they all they all like reference like scary movies. And but that's just the like point. That's the point. It is, and it's yeah. satirized, but take it a little serious at the same time. Right, right, yeah. And they do this for all the movies. Every movie has a different like well, theme of sure. satirization. And, and uh, I I listened. Uh, there's another uh, uh, YouTube video uh, channel by the uh, name of um, Dead Meat that they do like a kill count and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, he was saying uh, James Janis. James Janice, I think. Ah, I can't remember. Uh, anyway, he he was talking about the uh, the uh, movie picture association. You know the the, the MPAA. The MPAA. Uh, Motion Picture Association liked, of America. They liked the uh, appeal it had about blaming um, movies for violence, and that that's why they got away with so much blood in it and everything. So gay yeah, because like at that thing. time it was video games. Right. It, was it was TV. Video it, was games, it was TV. Yeah. Music. Satanism yeah. in the music. D and D. Yeah, anything that wasn't normal to adults. Marijuana, the devil's weed, devil's lettuce, (laughs) devil's lettuce. Anyway, so he's satisfied, I guess, with and leaves. Right. Then it comes. I mean, you got you got flashed by Nev Campbell. I mean, yeah. I guess she probably had like a like an undershirt on. Like, there's probably nothing showed at all. No, right. Well, I don't really think he really left satisfied. I mean, yes, she flashed him, but... She was still alive. I think that was the... that. W- I mean, that wasn't his end game. Well, right. his plan for was... That, for that his, night, anyway. His plan... Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his plan for that was just to have an alibi. Spoilers. But to have an alibi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the the whole movie, all the way up to the very end... It's, it's, it's all, all very, very strategically planned out. Yeah, anybody could logistically be the killer, I mean, mm-hmm. in, in the movie. There's always those shades of doubt, which yeah. I, I like how they did that, where they played all of that, you know, you know, so-and-so might be the killer because he wasn't there, or, you know, so-and-so might be the killer, you know, because... This, until they're dead. Right, and even then, you know, when you a don't TV know. drops on you, I mean, yeah. if they're still alive. Or if you get stabbed in the back, you can just you right. know, still be alive. Right, yeah. But anyway, this is when we cut to... Blood loss is not a thing. Yes. (laughs) This is when we cut to the next morning at school. Yeah. And you find out that Casey and Steve were murdered. And the whole school's... R.I.P. Going crazy. And there's news cameras and vans everywhere. Right. Mm -hmm. And then this is where you meet uh, Gail Weathers, played by Courtney Cox. Yep. In, like, in between... Her fame with friends, and then everything else she did after this, 
they didn't uh, Wes Craven and, or one somebody else didn't want her to do it because they didn't think she could be nasty and mean. Right. Yeah. But I guess she proved it in the auditions. But they thought that she could only be. Uh, oh, what's her name in Friends? Uh, Monica. Yeah. Monica Geller. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Like a pirate, but you only said it like the ghost face. Yeah. So they're doing a story on this, and we get some really good um, uh, exposition. Yeah. Yeah. It's telling like that. Gail did a story on the death of Sydney's mom. Right. And to Sydney's, like, uh, to her knowledge, she made up a bunch of lies. Sure. To spread them out, saying that. Well, th- you would say that about your mom too. Like, like you know, if my mom, you know, yeah, you would like if you did that mom. Yeah. I also wouldn't believe it either. No, and you, yeah, it's it's very believable. Right. Every character in this movie has a very, they're very like real. Yeah, yeah, I think they realistic did a good takes. job. Yeah, but. She doesn't believe it. She then Gail's side of it is that someone else took the coat of the guy that was convicted. Right. There's and, a setup and all that. Yeah, and that her Sydney's mom was a um I wouldn't say a prostitute, but just like No, I, I think she was very uh um like loose with her ideals. Yeah, I guess. She was married, but also sleeping around wasn't that big of a deal. Right, right. To right. her morals. Yeah, I, I think loose morals is a good is a good way of uh Saying that, yeah, but there's also like hints that uh, Sid's dad was also doing that on his business trips when he went to hotels. Well, they were probably you know children of the '70s, so they probably got married young and didn't really. They they probably met at Woodstock, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyway, so they get to school and oh, and Sydney's dad is gone throughout the entire film. But yeah, because he went on a right, business trip. So. Right, right. So there's also that deniability and you know is he actually on a business trip that yeah, kind of yeah, thing. yeah so she gets to class and they have a really nice um like semi reference to the first halloween right where sitting, she's in, sitting the, in the classroom and she looks over and sees that there's no one in the right seat. in the first halloween it's not really like that it's more like she looks out the window and right. sees michael out there yeah but it still has the same effect Right. Yeah, there's a lot of callbacks to Jamie Lee Curtis and, and Neff yeah, Campbell's yeah. characters. Mm-hmm. In the whole movie, like... Right. They all, the, the, Later on, they're like, why does every movie that we're watching tonight have Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> yeah. in it? But yeah. anyway, they get through that, and it's just like a normal school day for the uh, most part otherwise. And at this point... They're talking at like the the fountain about what happened that night. Right, that's where you get to introduce to like all of the main cast. Yeah, Stu, you have um, oh, what's his face, Jamie Kennedy's character, Randy Meeks. Randy Meeks, and then you have Billy, and then you have um, uh, Tatum and and Nev Campbell's characters, mm-hmm. and they're classic, you know, kind of hang out by the quad kind of teens. Mm-hmm. And that's where you have like Tatum's is uh, talking about how um, Casey, you know. Supposedly left uh, Stu for you know the football player. Uh, yeah, and then, and then there's said, like, well, wait, I thought you li- yeah. right. So there's that there's that little uh, oh, motive. Piece. Motives are incidental. Right, right. But um, and Randy is Randy is a boss in this movie. Yeah, I, I love him so much. <laughs> everything that he says is right. Like, right. right. If I was exactly. him, I would be like after this movie, being like, I was right. I told them they could have. Right, we could have stopped this early, but him and Gail were pretty spot on with a lot of their mm-hmm. w- with a lot of their uh, assumptions. Yeah, yeah. There's not really a character that you're like, oh, 
why you keep saying stuff. Right. Like everyone's really realistic and you can get behind them even if Right. They, you think that they're the killer. You Even understand. if they're jerks. Yeah. Like uh, Stu. Stu in, a, in that scene was a, a jerk, and he just had bad yeah. jokes all the time. Liver alone. I mean, yeah. Stu's character in general is just a jerk. I mean, his he's kind of like that in any any film he's in, really. I yeah, mean, Matthew Lillard, he's yeah. like... Yeah. But he, I mean, he, he makes the movie... Shaggy though, like was okay. I mean, Shaggy was a good... He played Shaggy really well. but He, he makes the movie with his crazy mannerisms right. and stuff. Without it... The character wouldn't be the same. Right. It would not be as much as it is. But at this point, I think we should uh, explain, like, Billy Loomis is a reference to... Dr. Uh, Loomis. Dr. Loomis yeah. from Halloween. But it might also be a reference to Sam Loomis from Psycho. The boyfriend oh, the boyfriend oh. of, of Marion Crane. The duality. And then Stu, his last name is Mocker. Stu Mocker, Joel Schumacher... Oh, I didn't get that one, yeah. Yeah. He did, um, I think he did um, uh, the original Wrong Turn or something. Yeah, I don't know. I never I saw know. the he Wrong did, Turn. He did He did something um, like really significant to the horror genre before. Oh, okay. But most people just know him for Batman and Robin. Oh, but that, that Batman and Robin. Yeah, but he also did like Phone Booth too, so. It's a pretty good. Was that the one where the guy is stuck in the phone booth for? Yeah, with which is totally irrelevant nowadays because there are no more phone booths. A phone yeah. booth. Yeah, a phone, yeah, a phone booth is where Superman used to change in. Oh my he god. He did. He did the Lost Boys. Oh yeah. Okay. And I never saw that one, but I need to see that one. Yeah. So he did the Lost Boys, and um. Could you imagine somebody's like, I watched the movie Lost Boys thinking it was going to be about Peter Pan's band of kids. I was I was totally wrong. I was about ready to say when Jared said Lost Boys, I was about ready to go up Neverland. <laughs> Were you going to bust out in that one song talking about I'm the Lost Boy of Neverland? That's the, yeah, I yeah. Was yeah. Neverland. yeah, okay. So anyway, after that, we go to, um, like, they go back in inside. Yeah, they have the rest of they they find out that like school's canceled or no, that's uh That's later on. That's later on, yeah, yeah. But there's all these people running around in school with ghost masks, ghost mm-hmm. face masks on and you see uh, the principal, you know, Winkler yeah. and well, all. Well, not that's not No, yet. That, that's after. But yeah, I'm skipping see, the scene. Yeah, yeah, so after that they go home. Yeah, they go home. And they well they're they're at the fountain, they're giving away all their alibis. Right. The stew right. is with Tatum, Riley. They're setting up all And that. then um Randy was at work. Right. And then, obviously, you knew where Sid and Billy were. Which, I have some qualms about that particular thing where Stu and and Tatum were together, apparently. And that sets up that alibi. Well, yeah, they were, but, like, when were they together? Were they together before or after? And Randy says that, but they don't give you an answer. Right, right. Because I I feel like they're... That piques your interest in... Yeah, yeah. And he could be the one. Right. Like, I feel like that scene needed more than one killer to set up all of that jazz. So may- maybe uh, Casey is just a late night Jiffy Popper. I don't know. But <clears throat> anyway, so they that's, go home. That's how I'm going to describe myself on Twitter. I'm Jiffy a late Popper. night Jiffy Popper. So they go home and Sid's at her house and she falls asleep on the couch with her shoes on. 
I don't understand why. Well, okay, she was waiting for Tatum, I think, because she was she was watching the news, and then she kind of fell asleep. So I kind of forgive. Like me, I always kick my shoes off when I when I enter the house anyway. Yeah, so like like obvious. I never I've never they looked pretty white sneakers though, so they were probably good. Yeah, but it's a movie. They, it's a just, it just happens. Right. It's so, a movie about killer people. So so Tatum calls and says that she's on the way to her house right now. Right. It's like they're gonna five hours out. elapsed or it, yeah. something like that. It was like seven. It's she she calls. And he's like, oh, it's 7 p.m. Yeah. And then she hangs up and then it rings again and she thinks it's Tatum again. But it's actually right. the ghost face. Right. But they never say that like the name ghost face. No, in they any don't. Of these movies up until uh, like three or four. On the package, uh, on the package where they show like you know they went to the store and bought one to sh- see that it's, it's in every you know costume yeah. shop. It's like Father Scream or Father some, Death. Father Death, yeah. yeah. Which I think is uh, the I original. Think that's, I think it more alludes to the fact that it is during the fall because there are costume shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you never see like Spirit Halloweens in in February, March now. Yeah. Although I wish they would. They they sell some good stuff. Mm-hmm. And then now you will, yeah. Now not sponsored by the way. Spirit Halloween. If you want to sponsor us, it'd be a up. scream working with you. <laughs> but anyway, so this is let's the, give it a stab. So <laughs> this caller, and she thinks it's Randy. Cut right. it out, Jim. Right, because he's because he starts talking about horror movies. What's your favorite scary movie? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking like a pirate now. She's like, okay, Randy. It's, it's right. Funny. He's like, I'm not Randy though. Right. And then she gets start freaking out. This is a reference to um, when a stranger calls, like anything with the phone. I, I think this whole movie is a reference to stranger calls. Yeah, it, like it's but very. But it's like anytime they answer the phone, right? It, that's what it is. Right. So she starts freaking out a little bit, and then like Ghostface breaks into her house. Right. They do this whole thing about you know they talk about the you know number the third question is what what door am I at or yeah that was the well, that, that was, was the, the first Casey. Casey yeah yeah they're very yeah. similar in tone that you was know. the bonus round that was the bonus round yeah 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 but they don't really ask questions to say they're just like no well what's your you favorite know. movie you know your mother d- you know died so it's such and such yeah like you hang up on me I'm gonna kill you like your mother yeah and yeah. then that's when she gets freaked out and goes outside. And then well, like, no, no. She she goes outside initially because she calls the bluff, mm-hmm. and she's oh, like picking said, her nose. Yeah, it's like, what am I doing right now? What right, am I doing right and then now? then she goes inside, and that's when you know you know the whole gut you thing. Yeah, it gut you like a fish. And then yeah. she goes inside, locks the doors, and then he busts out through the closet. Mm-hmm. Well, because Ghostface says, "I'm standing. I'm on your front porch." Right. Yeah. And, and then she's so like, "Uh huh, sure, sure." Yeah, she sure. goes, "Uh huh, sure." So she opens the door. She goes out. Right. She's looking around. She's like, "Oh, can you see me?" He's like, "Yes." And she starts picking her nose. She's like, "So what?" She's like, "So what am I doing? What am I doing? I'm calling yeah. your bluff." Right. Mm, yeah. She goes back inside. And then and he then breaks in through the. Now here's closet. the question: Was he in the closet the entire time? I don't think so. I think he was outside. He was outside. When she, she went out. He ran through the house into the closet and closed the door. Well, no. When she went outside and around her balcony type thing, she threw the door open and he probably just ran in through the door. Could you imagine like a behind the scenes kind of like he's just like running through, you know, right? Well, there's the a there's a very interesting video um, talking about like the logistics of it. Well, yeah, of the yeah. of the Casey Becker kill. at the beginning. Uh, OK, there's a okay. very there's a very interesting like sure animated video on how. Um, how, how it could how have they, how, yeah, how the how timeline it of it all went right based on like movie clips and then they go to the animation of how they how the people were moving around right the layout 
It's really interesting. Now, did they did they take into account like the time elapsed from like the Jiffy Pop started to when yes. it like blew up in fire? Yeah, yeah. Can it like actually burn that quickly? Um, I assume so, because it's just like tin foil. Yeah. Well, and and essentially, it's the popcorn inside that's burning, right? Like, yeah. That's yeah. that's what's burning inside. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Huh. I'll have to I watch don't know. That. that that would have to be a, a film theory. Yes. It, it's like making Orville Redenbacher popcorn, and you leave it in a little too long. Yeah. Or Act Two. No. Uh-huh. All right. So <laughs> the ghost face breaks into her house and starts attacking her. And she, as we foreshadowed earlier with her dad breaking, like her closing the door on him, she closes the door on Ghostface too in the same way. And then he walks away or like just gets fed up and goes somewhere else. Well, well no. She tries calling the police. Yeah. Yeah, it phone, doesn't work. Phone is cut off. Right. Yeah. Then she tries on her computer. Yeah, you could actually dial the police on your computer. And that worked, I think. Yeah, and yeah. It, she dialed 911 and then it's like, what's your emergency? Yeah. And, that and was it, it. I, don't, I don't think she said anything. Yeah. No, because because by that point, the ghost face killer w- went away. Yeah, yeah. Ghost face went away. And, and then, then Billy, Billy comes in through Billy, the door. Billy comes in or the through window, the window again. Through, yeah. And again. she's she's like hugging on him, being like, oh my God, or something. And then the phone falls out of his pocket. Which. Can we be honest here? I mean, but that's a pretty that's tell- not incriminating though. Well, no, it, it kind of is though because like at the same time you gotta you gotta wonder like back in the nineties, not everyone had a cell phone. Yeah, but his dad looked pretty rich in in the next scene when he's with the cop though. Yeah, but at the same time, I, I don't know. I feel like that is not an automatic. If the person, if the person said they saw her, then. They would have to have a cell phone. Well, no, sure. You're assuming that they have a cell phone, but, but like it, also but in your in mind movie, when you're traumatic, when you're traumatized like that, and you see a phone fall. No, out no, of the that's same. that's the other part. Like, so the time between the person at the door disappears and Billy appears in the window, there is really no significant time that they easily could have been, you know, right there. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think in this scenario, Billy is clear, but her uh, her traumatic her experience. traumatic experience mixed with the cell phone falling yeah like yeah the, the ghost face could have been gone for 10 minutes for all she knew right. adrenaline and all that right you so know, she punches him and pushes him away and runs right. down back down the stairs through opens the door, door and, and then there's a face the but it's face. but it's you know it's, it's just Dewey. Dewey played by uh David Arquette yes yeah the best part of all of these movies yes the most like lovable guy you'll ever meet Yes. You'd want him to be your best friend. Yes. But plus he has of, ice cream with him all the time. Yeah. And he's kind but he is kind of He's a doof. Yeah. He's kind of useless most of the time. Most of the time. But he always has the courage to do He's what got has your to back happen. even though he gets stabbed in the back more than once. More than once. That guy takes mm-hmm. a beating. Yeah. He's like a terminator. Mhm. Plus, he's like in the uh, yeah. I won't spoil it because Kenny hasn't. Yeah, seen Kenny the has not one. seen the second, third, fourth, or one. fifth movies. Oh, I love the fifth one. Well, the sixth one's, sixth one's coming out next month. Yep. I know. So oh. none of us have seen it. You, that That's you know true. of, maybe I saw it. I got connections. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It says the person who couldn't change get this movie to change their name. What? That we were talking in this movie. What did I say they wanted to be? I'm so confused now, Kenny. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Weird. But I'm gonna I'm gonna I put know. this point out here right now. Uh, for the next few weeks, every oh yeah, couple of days, we're gonna be releasing the 
a new review of each movie in the series yeah. up to the release of Scream, Scream 6. Six. And we're going to do a review and release it the day it comes out. Okay, cool. So be prepared for that. You're going to get a lot of Scream material from us. And You'll if you don't really like the horror movies, give this one a shot. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, not, it's not as gory as you think it's going to be. It's not as... I will say the first scream was pretty, uh, pretty bloody. Yeah, it's. I think it's the worst one. In uh, terms of, I don't know the fifth one. You haven't seen the fifth one. It is. It has a lot of violence and a lot of like. It, yeah. it is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. But it has a lot more of it a. It does its job. A satirical. Um, oh yeah, poke I, at the industry and less I, of a sense of oh we're gonna kill people and make gore just for the sake oh of sure it. that's why i love i love these uh this franchise is because of the it's very satirical smart. take it has on current horror genre tropes and yeah i mean even the fifth one it talks about like legacy characters and all that is mm-hmm. so great it's so great all right so back to the review back to the well back to the synopsis yeah so then after uh dewey gets her takes her to the police station yep Billy gets arrested. Yeah, for because she says it was him. Yeah, because you know, turns out she was right. I mean, yeah. So, technically, yeah. So they go to the police station and they do the whole, the whole all thing. Of, all his, the cops. Billy's stuff. dad gets called in and finds out that it's his cell phone or something, or they, and they're gonna, but they they're gonna hold him, hold Billy for a little bit just right. to figure it out. So the next day. They're at school, and people have started running around with ghost face masks. Yeah, Uh, and it scares Sid so bad that she goes into the bathroom. Right, right. And then this cheerleader and another random girl just come out of a stall saying that Sydney is making it all up. She's such a drama queen. Yeah, and like maybe she's the one that's killing everybody. Like, OMG. And this cheerleader girl is, her, her acting is so wooden and bad. But when you know th- when you know the so fact, basic. She was dating Ski Ulrich during the production of this movie, so I bet she didn't know his last name was Trout. Probably not. But um, I bet she did, and I don't think she cared. Oh, she's yeah, a probably not. Feeder. Get but it? Fish, fish themed trout. Ha! But that uh, gives the um, the reason why she's not that great. Right, right. And so they leave, and and there's actually uh, a. A ghost face killer? Maybe yeah. she. Maybe it's not really the ghost. Maybe it's not really a. I don't think one of them. I don't think it is one of them. Right, because like that but one it, did a really bad job of frightening her. Like, but they do have like I have seen online. I haven't really looked into it too much. That the glitter on the ghost face like uh-huh. robes, uh-huh. you can always tell when the real ghost face is there because it has the glitter, uh-huh. and the fake ones don't. I kind of have to. I ha- kind of have to call into question the logistics of this one. Yeah, that's also true because because Stu's you, out in the. Well, Stu's out Stu's in out in there, and Billy's around the corner. But like, even then, how could they get there? Getting dressed, getting it, well, like, know she was going to be in that bathroom, right? And he, the, like the the person, just hiding, like standing on the toilet. Like even yeah. then, it's like, do yeah, I don't know. Were they going to get Sydney, or was it going to get somebody else? And then they heard it was her voice talking, and. Then they said her name, and it it could be a million. Or maybe things. it was just a figment of her imagination. I mean, that's also true. But I mean, otherwise, you just got one of the killers standing, like standing on a toilet in the corner bathroom, just waiting. Yeah. In a high school where there's bathrooms all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, it makes sense for these killers. It's but a 90s horror movie. I'm not looking into it that hard. Yeah. So, at this point... She rushes out of the bathroom, runs into Trout Man. Yeah. So, um, then it cuts to the principal's office. Right. After she gets all freaked out. Right. And she's sitting there talking with the police and the principal, played by Henry Winkler. Mm-hmm. He's very creepy in this movie. He is kind of he is kind of odd, and that I think that gives the sus- the suspicion of like a is red he or isn't he? Yeah, another another fish reference. <laughs> um, yeah, because he he does because he has this like interaction with the two kids that are running around in the mask where he's like pointing like this very sharp like shears. Scissors, yeah. And so, and he's, he's like, like, I should cut you right now. Right. For what you did. And right. And he's, like, whoa, he puts on the mask and he's looking at himself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you, you know, Henry Winkler isn't running around, but he's, if you, he's an old man running, he, like he's yeah. not going to be running around. But then, uh, he expels the two kids right. that were doing the pranks the first time that we see. And then he calls for school to be indefinitely suspended. Right, right. And curfew at 9 p.m. and Which, how can they really enforce? Like, it's a school. Like, I mean, I guess they could. It's a small town. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And if, the kid, if they say don't go to school, the kids aren't going to go to school. <laughs> could you imagine, like, there's this, like, one guy, but I want to learn about physics. So, after this is all done, he's... Uh, Henry Winkler, the principal, is sitting. Yeah, the, school's out. He's like putting the the face the, he's the mask around. on. Yeah, which is weird. I think this might be a continuity issue because he cut the mask with the scissors, but when he puts it on, it's intact. But there was also two kids running around with Possibly, the mask yeah. on. Well, so well, I, I'm I'm saying I'm thinking that he had one just of them. Had the other right. One. Yeah, because he cut one. Mm-hmm. Right, and I then, just didn't. Know, I didn't see two. And so then I he didn't. grabbed the other one, but he never cut that one. Right, and right. I, thi- I think he actually had one too, mm-hmm. of his own. Maybe. I mean, I'm sure there was a bo- more than two kids running around. Yeah, with maybe the day, maybe the police brought him one. That was right. Like, hey, this is what we're looking. Yeah. For. So he puts it on. It's like he's weird. Like, he's, and he scares himself with his own reflection. Right. It's so <laughs> great. Several times. It's Henry Winkler. For so him. then he looks yeah. out into the. The hallway and nothing's there. Well, because he hears a knock on. Yeah, the he well, no, no, no. He walks out in the he walks out the hallway the first time, and there's nothing, and then he walks back in. And then he hears a knock, and he walks out there and Fred, right. the janitor, best the, cameo ever. Yeah, Wes Craven, the director, is cameoing in his own movie dressed as Freddy, the character he created for his other big franchise that he did. Right, who Freddy is, you know. A janitor of a school that yeah. get that kills kids. Yeah, so like yeah. that's actually really funny it's too. It's like a triple deep reference. Yeah. yeah. So then he's like, Oh hey Fred, have a good night or whatever and goes yeah. back inside, closes the door and goes faces behind the door. Right. Uh, and then Henry Winkler dies. He has the most like very dramatic death. Yeah, he has the most unnatural scream, but at the same time the s- most natural. And can you can like, you it's imagine a very uncanny valley type I don't know if, like, right. if it's bad or if it's because really he's just realistic. standing there getting stabbed over and over again. And is it weird that like Fred doesn't even notice? I don't know. Maybe Fred walked like away. he's like well, he was mopping like I don't know. Maybe he stopped. Maybe he maybe he just didn't water. like Henry Winkler at all. And he's like Possibly. good riddance. <laughs> and Henry Winkler dies. No more happy days. They're all sad days. So after this <laughs> there. Um, I like the groan, Kenny. 
It made my day. You're After welcome. this, they were on. You're welcome. No one else heard it but you. <laughs> Kenny they're, groaned. They're getting ready for a party. And yeah. Stu, to but, celebrate being off of school. Yeah, yeah. So Stu says they're go- all go to his house that night. Right. Because his then, parents are gone. Yeah, yeah. But And this is before Henry Winkler dies. Yeah. Because yeah. Stu has to stay behind. And do right, it. right. So um, Tatum and Sid well, are walking home. Billy. Because they were walking one. away with, I mean, you don't see Billy after the whole hallway scene. Yeah, it could be either one of right. them. Right. I think it, there is like a, the way that they hold the knives is different, so it could be, yeah. there. there is a definite answer to this question. Sure. I don't know it off the top yeah. of my head. But anyway, it's one of them. Right. right. So then um, they all walk away and, you know, it, next scene is the, um, it's either... No, it's when they go to the video store and see Randy. Yeah, yeah. And Stu comes in. And he's like, hey, you're going to come to the party tonight? And he's like, yeah, I get off early. Curfew. Yeah. And he's like, you'd be surprised how many people go to the horror section when there's murders going on or whatever. Which that is an, ac- that is an accurate uh, observation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's funny. Yeah. So then. Okay, so my question is. Yes. How can a principal call for a curfew that's what i'm saying maybe he worked with the cops i don't know the, the chief was there the whole time right so he, he'd probably right. work in the same i don't know but why why make the principal give the announcement for a curfew like well, i cur- like i get the announcement that you know school is done mm-hmm. right well and, it, and it, all the kids are at the school when he announces it the kids are going to tell the parents it's the most easiest this way to get 90s. all the information. they didn't have like text messages or instant emails well or it's like i like I'm not right, right. Like, like Facebook I'm not, and like all I was, that. I'm not trying to say right. like him then like get on the phone and call every single parent. Right, it just right. it was just weird that you make the principal give the announcement that right you have a curfew even though school it is should, over. It should have been it should have been like yeah it's the cops and the school have worked together to institute a curfew. They should have worded it probably a little bit yeah, better. Yeah, they should. Yeah, they should have. Yeah. Maybe, they, maybe they did. We're not remembering. Well, that's true. But well, I don't even think they did. I I think. They, they just, just said curfew at nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah school's over for, for the now foreseeable future. for the foreseeable future, but you have a curfew and it is at mm. what nine right. o'clock? Yeah, nine p.m. Right, and all the kids are angry about it. Right, hey, but, kids are kids. Yeah, so we're back at the the video store and yep. Stu's there and Randy's telling him, "Well, it's obviously Billy. Like, look at him. He's over there," and like they're doing all the stuff and they're talking about how like. Randy does like Sid a little bit. He's like, right. Do you think he'll, she'll like break up with him for me? And then, which you're gonna tell that to Billy's best friend? Why would you say that? Exactly. I don't know. Randy's a more. He's a very like. I'm gonna speak my opinion, and that's gonna be sure. It. Like he's, sure. That's his Randy character. doesn't care. I, Randy says he doesn't care what Billy thinks about him, but he's afraid of Billy. Yeah, but you he, see that like two seconds later. Yeah, oh, for film. sure. Yeah. So yeah. then Matthew Lillard has the best delivery of. <laughs> Of the lines, you'll have to watch it, watch the the clip to really get it because yeah. we're not going to try and recreate it here. No, but um, so he says he says no, hundred percent not, and then turn around and Billy's there grabbing Randy by the the scruff of his shirt, mm-hmm. and they're like, he's like accusing him. He's like, why aren't you the killer? Right. He's like, what? Well, like everyone, and he starts getting angry. Yeah. Like, you could be the killer. 
And Randy's like, everyone in here could be the killer. It gets really loud. And right. everyone stops and looks at him. And then, like, the tension is diffused by them just walking away. Being right. like, oh, you're coming to the party. We'll see you there. Which, I would not be going to that party. If, if no. I was Randy and they had that interaction with those two. No, but he would go there for Sid. and For Sid. And he's the movie guy. They're watching right. movies. You know, he's probably the one bringing all the movies. I'm sure he is because he works at the store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and people, it's, uh, for the most part, all the, the and people there. Beer. Yeah, the people there at the party seem to like him. So he's not really like the ostracized Oh, he's a very char- charismatic dude, yeah. He's not like, in most movies, he'd be like, Randy's the nerd and no one likes him. But, it's, but in it's, this one, they're like, oh, everyone likes him. Right. For enough. It's funny to me, though, that Randy is such a live by the rules of a horror movie guy, mm-hmm. yet he's had that interaction with two very questionable individuals, and he's still going to go to a, 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 a like a, a party. I guess. I guess. It's what I, I don't know. Like it was a stupid move. On, it might be on just his, his whole thing that Sid's going to be there, and he likes her, and that yeah. might be blinding his judgment. But like he never really like he never really like guarded Sid. Like no. he wasn't really there with Sid a lot. He was in with the group watching the movie. Like at yeah. the end of the day, he might say he's with he he likes Sid and everything, but he was like he's more of a lover of movies than he is. is yeah, of Sid but he's also not he he's not one of those guys that's going to be too pushy with it. Oh sure, no, yeah, if, he, if he's he, if very. If she wants him, she will tell him, and he he's going to be living just right. Yeah, his yeah. Well, it's like we do forget. Like he did shoot his shot with her. But, he, he did try. But, yeah. I mean, it went nowhere. Right. But, I mean, he did have that opportunity he to did. at least talk mm. to her. Right. Yeah, and, they've, and, they, and but, it's already, but, like, yeah. put in that they're friends to begin with. So right. Right, exactly. So, it was, like, it was already, like, predetermined that he's been friend-zoned. Yeah, for th- right, right now. But in the phone call, when she thinks it's him, he's like, oh, your voice is sexy. Right. Like, like that says that she might like him. And they have a lot of chemistry together, the two actors. Right. And you could see it. You could see, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think the acting, was especially well after done this movie, in them. the second one, when they're they uh, in the second one, when you see him, he's in the second one, Kenny. Now that it's already been, yeah, it's it's gosh. it's okay though. Spoiler alert, man. Okay. The second one is a hodgepodge of errors, but yeah, yeah. <gasps> you'll but, see that. But you'll see him within like the f- scripts. He's in like the first like five minutes of this movie of the second one, so you'll it's not that big of a spoiler. Yeah, but they're like super close best friends in this one yeah, yeah it's the yeah. same level that she has with dewey and tatum they're like right. all you know there's no bad blood they love each other they'll do whatever they need to do to be friends you know right anyway. I'll, cor- I'll correct your grammar right there had yeah oh because yeah well Tatum at this point at the party tatum's still alive so yeah so we get that and then we go to um one of the funniest scenes in the whole movie is when uh, the police chief is telling Dewey to stay close to Sid for the night. Right. And he, every time that the officer chief smokes his cigarette, Dewey licks his ice cream. Right. And it's just over and over and over. And it's just so funny once you realize that's what's going on. I kind of wanted him to put the cigarette out into the ice cream. Well, I, I think. Yes. I kind of, I kind of, but he's not that much of a jerk. No, he's the, just, the police chief isn't a jerk, so I can see no, why he see, did. I he's just kind of incompetent. I'm not saying I, I wa- guess. Yeah, I mean, he did his, He did what he could. Yeah. No, I wanted Dewey to like drop his ice cream and then step on it <laughs> well, no, too, I, I, and then this, fall. This, well, this might be this might be a Mandela effect, but I remember it that way. Like mm. the 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 chief drops the cigarette, 
and squishes it, and then Dewey drops his ice cream. Like, yeah, because they're doing they're all doing the exact same thing. Right. But I them, I don't I remember that happening, but I guess it doesn't. But anyway, they cut to um, after that he's walking down the steps, and he sees Gail for the first time. They yep. meet, and they're having like a really flirty first interaction. They have really good chemistry off each other. Spoiler alert: They got married in real life, so right. they really did have that much chemistry. So, um, and she's talking about the party, or he's talking about the party, and then he's like, "Oh, I'll just bring you with me." He he has no idea that her and Sid have had issues because earlier in the movie, she wants to do an interview with Sid, and Sid punches her in the face. I'll give you a copy of her book. Yeah, I'll send you Boom. a copy. Boom. Whammo. Mm-hmm. It was a nice hit, too, by the way. Yeah, it was. It was, it was solid. solid. It was a solid hook. Yeah, later on, they're like, do you need some ice for that hook? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so then we go at the party, and we are, like, everyone's having a great time. They're drinking. They're, they got a bunch of movies, all Jamie Lee Curtis movies, because she's the original Scream Queen even though her mom was the original Scream Queen. And and Dewey arrives there, and he's really bad at his job at that point. Because not yeah. only is there teens drinking, but there's also a curfew. Yeah, but he's there specifically to make sure he Sid's okay. He wants to impress Gail and, yeah. and all that. I and mean, his job is to make sure Sid's okay. Right. Not, not to be a buzz, buzz kill for everybody. Right, but right. He does. He comes in, he's like, oh, you're not supposed to be drinking. I'm kidding. Yeah, have a good time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously? I, I mean... When you're that age, you kind of like... Drunken driving kills more than two guys in a scream mask. So... Almost if, killed Dewey! Yeah. I mean, if he, if, he, if he was a real police officer, he would have been canned. Right, right. He would have so been hard. canned. So hard. Because it would be like, okay, Dewey, you were here this entire time, right? Yes, sir. Um, why wasn't this, like, a kibosh put on this? Like, all these but, people would have survived if you had... But Put what, down the party. What do they? What does this town care about more? Keeping the girls safe or Buzz think, killing the party? I think they're alcohol sales. Honestly, I mean, Maybe. a lot of a lot of beer was consumed in that night. Yeah. So oh, he yeah. walks in with Gail, and Tatum sees it, and it's like, "Oh my God, you brought her!" Like, right, right. So then it gets to like she, Gail puts a camera down with, like the puts it. It's the most obvious camera. Yeah. But she hides it inside the entertainment center right. next to some books. or, Which is not the first time she does it. It is the first time, but not the last time she does it in, a, in, a, in this, in this no. franchise. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so then her cameraman, Kenny, is in the car. Not Poor this Kenny. Kenny. Poor not, Kenny. Not Kenny Kramer. Not the Kenny in front of us. She, okay. Kenny has a, Kenny has a really uh, interesting uh, take on, on how Kenny's are interacted with apparently and dispatched well okay because earlier on gail just absolutely <laughs> rips into Ken, into kenny because he was too quote slow coming out of the van and calls him a fat lard and uses a word well i'm not gonna say on here right um and move your fat keister yeah yeah move your fat keister yeah and it's like really so okay and i get the stigma that Kenny's, along with Kenneth's, are deemed as stupid and idiots. 
I had no, no, I, yeah, I had I had no clue had about this. The only Kennys I knew My name ever. Is not Kenny though, so I imagine if it was, well, I'd okay, be more you, sensitive uh, to the it. The only yes. Kennys I know in media are the one from this movie and Kenny from South Park. Yeah. But, I mean, are there any more that you can think of that like have been I'm trying to think? Like, like did it in a like, bad way. Like I've I've not like in movies. No. There was in a, Instagram reels. There was yes. a, there was a are they like Karen's in that aspect? No. Okay. Okay. No. I, okay. No. I'll I didn't know if there was like a template like a Karen as far as like I mean, a Kenny. I'll, I'll yeah. break I'll break I found I remembered another Kenny. So the Kenny in the Telltale Walking Dead game, he's pretty awesome. So that he's he's pretty awesome. So you'll have to like There's Kenny Rogers. Oh, that is true. Apparently, there's a Kenny in Breaking Bad. Oh, gosh. No. Kenny Loggins. Yeah, he wrote the really good songs yeah. for Top Gun. So. Yeah. Anyway. Not all Kennys are bad. Just broaden your interests. Anyway. <laughs> I know you're Kenny, so you should know, but. <laughs> broaden your interests on the Kennys in society. <laughs> Oh, maybe you can get a podcast started called the Kenny Project. Yeah, yeah, the Kenny Project. That's, that's a good one. So they're at the party, yes. and they're all Kenny G. Kenneth G. Rare Coins. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Kenny Chesney. I don't want them to be a sponsored, by the way. But they could be if you no. Anyway, anyway, so they're at the party and they're all watching these movies and Randy gets up and starts giving the um the rules. All right, first rule. You can't have sex. Everyone gets didn't, angry. Didn't, didn't we miss something cuz we missed uh we missed not, the, the death no, Tatum of, dies. Uh, Tatum dies first. Tatum dies. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Basically the strongest uh uh garage door takes her out. Yeah. But like this was before they had the sensors on garage doors that would stop it if something was right. blocking away. Which it probably wouldn't have killed her anyway. That 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 cause no, but it li- she the garage door is able to lift mm-hmm. a full grown teenager. Yeah, of probably light to mid build. Probably like hundred and twenty pounds. Max. I would say one hundred twenty Hondo. Yeah, max, max, but and then snapper neck. Like that's a yeah. pretty strong garage door, but. So in this scene, she's like, oh, it's just someone dressed up because everyone's been dressing up. Yeah. And she's like, don't kill me, Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. And he's like, okay. So she starts chasing her, and she beats the crap out of him. She does a really good job uh, defending herself. Mm -hmm. And then she does the stupid thing of crawling through the cat door. Yeah, Yeah, why would she crawl through the cat door? I I, I don't understand. Like, that's one of the... Well, but see, it worked for Sydney later on in the film, crawling through a little hole like that. But, but like, same time, but like Tatum, she should have like stayed and fought. Yeah, there's so much stuff in that and garage. It's, it's even a surprise that it killed her to Ghostface because he looks right. at it and be like, "Huh, huh, yeah, uh, bye," and he just right. goes back inside the house. Right. So, after this, Randy's given all the the rules of a horror movie and right. how to survive. Rule number one: you can't have sex, and everyone's so angry about that. Right. They're like, "No, no, no, no." 
Look at he, all these movies. All the Virgin always lives. Right, because it was the whole '80s slasher films of trying to be like, like only the, the pure will. You know, you know, they're trying to teach lessons to teenagers about the hazards of drinking and mm-hmm. sexual relations and, and like all of it, that. In the Friday the Thirteenth movies, right? They all die. Yeah, the can uh, yeah. the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Right, the boyfriend and the first 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 death is is, is because is that, they had sex. right i mean it's not specifically but right it but is. it is at that yeah time frame yeah. halloween same thing right mm-hmm. right right and they're watching halloween on the tv at the same time right so they, they were trying to impress the the dangers of all of those immoral actions by yeah. having you know the the bad guy brutally kill them in that manner mm-hmm. yeah uh so second rule well after the first rule it cuts to um Oh, during that you have yeah. you have Sydney and uh, Billy Sid Loomis and Sydney doing the business, doing the yeah the Devil's Tango, yeah, the, <laughs> doing the Watusi up in the bedroom. The Watusi, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it cuts to like them doing that as he's explaining stuff, right? So he's going right. through all the rules of how to survive and right. So second rule: no drinking. Oh yeah, which. And Isn't I, as strong of a rule, cause, no, because um, or smoking or anything, because in the first no drugs or no drugs or uh, alcohol. In the first Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis smokes in the car. Right, she doesn't like it, and she like coughs it up. I mean, right, but she still did it. So I mean, that's right. just, that's not as hard of a rule as sure could be. Sure. And Randy's drinking in this movie too. So they, well, that's the whole thing. They're all breaking the rules. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Every rule you see, they break. I mean. Yeah. Well, the third rule. Well, see, I like after the second rule too. Like they're like, everyone looks at their bottles of beer, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah, they yeah. all cheer." And they all cheer. They start right. toasting to that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. And then the third rule is. I'll be right back. Because oh, you won't yeah. be. Yeah, oh, yeah, you won't be. Yeah. And then Don't say I'll be Stu, I'll be right back. Stu gets up and says, "Hey, Randy, you want another beer?" He's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll be right." I'll back. be right, right back. back. That's and a he, that's a great delivery of that line too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so they're doing that as you're cutting through. From it's kind of cycling between Randy talking and right. then upstairs happening with yeah. Sid and Billy, and then the tango, and then Gail and Dewey. <laughs> Walking around outside. All right, because they they got a report of uh, a car, like on the side of the road, on the side of the road, and they think and they find out that matches it's that it's yeah, uh, Sydney's dad, uh, yeah. dad, yeah, Neil Prescott. So yeah. um, they're out there, and at this point, I don't know who figures it out. They might get a phone call. They get a phone call that but, Henry Winkler died. Well, Principal Henry is strung up on the field goal. Yeah, I'm like, how did you do that? Yeah, especially since like it had to have been done before the party, and it was in the middle of the day when they left school, right? I mean, or like three o'clock. Yeah, I mean, there's still like probably some teachers, I would imagine. And like, brought a football field. At least the school I went to, you can see the football field from the street. Right. Like, I guess it just depends on where the football field is I compared guess. to and the what, school. What if it was like darkness, like they could have like they could have like had a like a. One of those like baskets full of balls or something, and just like covered the body in there, and then just like rolled them out. I guess. I guess there's way to like hide, but still, having two teenagers be doing that, it would be a little weird. Yeah. Plus, how are you gonna get them up there? Like, how high unless was it? They were, unless they, unless they. I want to know like if it was on a single goalpost. He's probably on the crossbar. I'm sure on the like, crossbar, like, but even then, you need a ladder at that point. Yeah, but either way, they find. Did that they out. kick? 
Football's at his corpse is what Probably I want to know. Sad times. Well, I'm going to add a little 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 something. You hoist the arms up in the I'm air gonna, to I'm form like add a little, little, little right spice to this. Yes. What if it wasn't the well, Okay, let's just say they had the What main, if it was Fred the janitor? Oh my gosh. Is that what you're going to no, say? No. No. I love it though. No. <laughs> That'd be a nightmare. No. Would you stop? Anyway, sorry. Okay. So, what if it wasn't the main football field that they did? Oh. What if it was like a practice field? Cuz if it was a practice field <laughs> or, or like the junior high <laughs> Oh like, all gosh. the little boys are like, let's go play some football. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I guess. But, um, but I mean, if it was a practice field, it would be kind of more secluded. It would be more secluded. But then how did they find him? I don't know. I think we're thinking too much into this right now. Yeah, we're going right. a little. This or they found him, and then later on it was relayed to the teenagers at the party. Right. I don't know. Well, however way they found him. Yeah, so – they found him, and all the kids leave except for Randy, Randy, and the Stu, two doing the tango Billy, upstairs. Yeah, uh, Sid, and then Gail and right. Dewey outside. And poor Kenny. Yeah, and he'll Kenny. never leave that address ever again. <laughs> and uh, so, Gail and Dewey see the cars, and they're like, "Hey, stop, stop, stop! Where are you where are you going?" Right. For some reason, Dewey thinks that he can just yell at him. Well, I mean, oncoming traffic. He's just gonna I be mean, like, "Freeze!" Yeah. Well, <laughs> come on. You would hope they'd stop. I mean, that's probably he's. He's kind of a doofus, but he's doing the right. He's doing all. I the bet right he stuff. had flashbacks of putting the beer back into the hand of the teenager and saying, "Have fun!" And he's like, "Don't oh, know <laughs> ways to die." <laughs> yeah, because you got to remember the, these these kids were drunk, and he knew it too. Yeah. And he knew it, and it was like he's yelling at them in a car, probably with the windows up too. They probably weren't down. Probably loud saying, music. Yeah, stop. So they freeze. Stop. He actually says freeze. Freeze. Yeah, There's yeah. cars. Why are you like <laughs> telling them to freeze? <laughs> like, so they run back to the house. Right. They have that little moment where Dewey like jumps on, you know, pushes Gale out of the way, and they f- like do the whole Lion King with Simba and Nala. And, yeah, you know, they're like, oh wow, but you already you already knew that it was coming. Like, yeah. So um, circle of life. You know that that's all. Anyway, we're gonna. Sidebar that. Yes. So we get back to we come back to the house, and it's Sid and Billy are getting dressed again. I guess. Right. Right. Fr- and it's all over. And everything's done. Right, right. So they're in there, and she's like, "I'm sorry, I accused you," and she's apologizing for everything. Right. And then Ghostface comes in and kills Billy. Uh, yeah. In quotations. G- gets him a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "No, please," and dies. In quotations. Et tu brutus. And then uh, Ghostface, like, attacks Sid, and she, like, jumps out a window and falls yeah. onto a boat, like, cover. Very conveniently placed boat yeah, but with like, a cover. In reality, that would kill anybody. Probably. Those boat, because, covers, those boat yeah. covers aren't meant to be, like, No, they're not like a they're not like a tarp. There's, like, nothing nothing underneath it except for, like, the, the boat, boat stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Weird, she probably broke her neck on one of the seats that yeah. were underneath there. You know? But it's it's a movie, so. She's, yeah. the, she she's the final girl. She's so. the survivor. Yeah. So she yeah, goes. I got that Beyonce song stuck in my head. She goes up to the house, and she sees Tatum's body on, in the cat door. Right. And she's, like, freaking out even more now. Right. Because Billy's Tatum, dead. Tatum looks Tatum's around and dead. goes, meow. No, she, does. she gets up to the front of the house yeah. and sees Dewey out because he got back. Yeah, yeah. And he goes and there's a knife in his back and right. he falls down, dead, Sid. presumably. And then she runs back in the house 
or just away. Well, she runs to Kenny. Kenny yeah, opens yeah. up the door. They watch through the little monitor thing that that uh, Randy and uh, Stu, I guess, and Stu or the the killer and Randy are like. Randy's like, "No, man, look behind <laughs> you." Yeah, at the, he's watching Halloween. Right, right. It's the scene where Lori is walking backwards. Right, and Michael's behind her, and right after she sees Judith Myers thing. On right, the, and that then Kenny's like, "I'm gonna go help," and then he realizes that there's the, a delay. Yeah, because it, it's set up earlier that. The, there's a there's delay a between the footage delay, yeah. because it took as long as it took for, right. the, for her to walk back to the, the camera van. Right. So he looks in and sees the door wide open. He's like, oh, gosh, 30-second delay. Yeah. Turns around, looks, turns back, and gets his throat Which, slashed. let's be honest, that is a marathon of uh, 30 seconds right there for that ghost face killer guy. Yeah. I mean, that's, pr- that's pretty good. And he's doing it all sneakily because that's mm-hmm. like gravel road that they're on, too. Yeah. So for him to, like, sneak up on gravel road. Well, he probably Props out to the footwear provider of this film. It's, it, her running and seeing Tatum's body and screaming. Because he, running he went van, through the back. The he went through the back door because he didn't go through the front. You saw in the, in, the, in, the, in the video that he snuck out through the back, through the kitchen area. Yeah. So he went through the back way and then came up around the side. Yeah, but that, Sid that, was coming up from the back, too, because well, she saw that at the garage. S- Sid was coming from the farmyard because mm-hmm. the, she screams, and that's how the ghost face killer leaves Randy alone. Mm-hmm. And then goes that and then, and then goes that direction. So even that, even though 30 seconds. It's, it's more than 30 seconds. It's more than point. 30 seconds, yeah. but still. It's, it's pretty good. This guy has uh, some great cardio. Yeah, but anyway, so... <laughs> Sad day, Kenny dies. Kenny dies. But right before he dies, he does the hero thing and points to the way out for Sid to get out through this tiny little hole in the side of the van. Yeah, but why did she need to? Well, she's probably going to get slashed. Overpowered. The door was shut. I mean, No, yeah, the door was open at that point. Yeah, he was reaching through the window to try and unlock it. Yeah. and he I mean, but at that point, you grab something heavy and you smash the hand. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I don't you're get just, why you're just these trying people... to run. You just don't want to be in. You don't want to be in the danger at all. Not me. I'm hunker. I'm sheltering in place. Well, that's why I would have fought in the garage and maybe... I would have fought in the van too. Like, there's a lot of heavy TV screens. That guy would have got what's coming to him. Well, he will. Well, yeah. <laughs> With a TV screen. With a TV screen. So, Sid, Sid gets away through the hole in the. the through van. the van, for some odd reason, there's a little tiny hole that. Tatum would have died it's again. It's probably a but cord. A cord I'm sure there was there's some, which is probably not like, it's probably not like, uh, it would not meet safety standards, I imagine. No. no. I mean, maybe then The back did. door was completely barricaded except for that one little square. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, anyway so I don't know why the Ghostface Killer just didn't rush around to the back when he saw that Cindy was trying to escape through there. Uh, but Adrenaline doesn't really care. Oh, sure. Yeah, so um, so he, she gets out and she runs to another car, yeah. Dewey's police car, and then we get a whole scene with her trying to call the right. station. And right. He has the Ghostface the has back the keys. Door opens. That's so yeah. cool. I like that scene. Ghostface has the keys, trying to get in. She's trying to get out. Right. He attacks her. She does get out and just runs away. Right. And you see Gail come back to the house and she gets in the van. Right. And then Randy pops his head up. He's like, "Hey, help me!" And she punches him in the face a few times, knocks him out right, on right. the ground. She drives away. Hits him with a phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then she drives oh, away down the street, and she. The body see, no, of Kenny no, no. goes whipping off the car. Yeah, well, <laughs> she sees the blood on the windshield, yeah. and she wipes it off, and then his body falls. It's <laughs> gross. But she's driving, and then Sid is in the street, 
and the same thing happens when her and Dewey were out there. Right. And the car swivers off, and she smacks into a tree. Right. So, she's dead, too. You think? Yeah. yeah. So, Sid gets back to the house, and Randy and Stu are outside. And they're right. like, no, it's him. No, it's him. No, right. it's him. And she just is like, screw both of you, and closes right. the door on him. And then she sees Billy come down the stairs, and he... It was a really nice, like, fall down the stairs. That would have probably killed he, anybody. He does He, he does do a pretty good uh, convincing fall. Fall. Yeah. So then Randy gets in the house, I guess, because he's still at the door. Yeah, he opens and up Stu the door. And Stu try to get a different yeah. but, um, So he lets him in, and he's like, oh, my gosh, Stu's gone crazy. and Or he's gone mad. Yeah. And then Billy says, we all go a little mad sometimes. Reference to scream. Him. And shoots him in the shoulder. Yeah. And this is the whole reveal that it is... Billy, and surprise! Then, the two creepy guys giving each other wicked stares. Are yeah, the, the whole two movie. Killers. So then, uh, she's like, "Oh gosh!" And she runs because she thinks that Randy's dead. Right. So she right. runs into the kitchen and Stu's there. She's like, "Oh my gosh, Stu, help me!" And he grabs the voice thing. It says, "Surprise, Sydney." Yeah, they both have one of those little voice yeah. maker things. Yeah. Which the voice maker thing is is done by a completely different dude too. Yeah, That's yeah, the yeah. funny part. Yeah. And he does uh, cameos yeah. now, so you can like actually make him say whatever you want him to say. I want a triple burger with fries, large diet coke. So uh, they they start say. giving off their their whole scheme of how. They kidnapped her dad, and yeah, they do the big it, reveal, and it's like they're playing right into that horror movie trope. But that's the whole just point. Just kill it. But that's just the whole, kill Sydney. But that's the whole point. They're yeah, satirizing and they the whole suffer. thing. It's funny they they don't follow the they don't follow they don't break that rule, and they end up dying. The other ones break the rules, and yeah. Sydney lives through it. I mean, and it's it's great. It's great. So, their um their whole plan is to kill everybody, right, and then leave themselves for dead. By stabbing each other and make it look like uh, Sid's dad did it in a freak set of rage. Right, because it's the one year anniversary of his wife dying. Yeah, and he lost murdered. it and he killed his daughter and killed everybody yeah. and left them for dead. And It's a good setup. Come, I'd yeah. buy it if it, if it was presented to me. Yeah, so they're all... I'm a moron, though. They have a very strong case for themselves to be innocent. Right. But... They'd be the only ones alive to plan the sequel. And at some point, they're like, okay, grab the gun. Because they had a gun. Right. The gun's gone. And the gun's gone. And Stu's like, oh, gosh. And then Gail walks in. I'm losing in. a lot of blood here. Gail walks yeah. in with the gun. Right. Pointed. And Billy says, you forgot one thing or whatever. And grabs the gun. And we're like, yeah. turn the safety off. That's why you don't and have he punches her on guns. And <laughs> punches her or kicks her or something. Or hits uh, her he, or like, he like Spartan kicks her across yeah, he, the He yeah. kicks yeah. her and she goes out the door and hits the and hits one of the. And uh, falls Dewey. on Dewey. And hits one of the the, the posts. Of yeah, and yeah. knocks yourself out right next to on Dewey. the porch. Right. And you're like, oh, they they love each other and they're dead or whatever. Oh, star-crossed lovers. So, so Sid's like, at this point, after this all happened, she is run away with the voice changer. Right. And hides and calls the her and own hides her father too. Or he just I don't know. Uh, I mean, the guy was duct taped at the knees, like. Yeah, I mean, she probably took him. She probably put him somewhere in the closet, mind you. Yeah. Like I, that, I don't still know. Still tied just, up. Yeah, still tied up, gagged, tied I mean, up. It'd be it'd be faster to move him to the closet and not tie untie him. I mean, they I, could you'd just have, shoot him if they if they he, saw that he was untied, they just kill him. Right, but like they take the and it's the closet right outside where they're at too. They're like in the hallway. They're like the foyer, and the closet is like between there and the kitchen, and she has time to like pick him up. 
move him directly behind the behind, behind the bad guys and hide him in a closet. Remember when he comes out? There's all this stuff that flies out with him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's, it's it's a little part of the movie. So um, then she calls the police and rats him out and does a whole cat and mouse game with them. Yeah, she she turns and, the tables on him. Yeah, and you find out that Stu only did it because of peer pressure and he felt right. he's too sensitive. Right. And uh, Which is great. Yeah. So and then you see like they have a whole cat and mouse with them like running around the the living room. And yes. Yeah. Then Sydney. It's more of like they keep the f- getting tackled. Like she gets like tackled by that guy like twice or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and she tackles him funny. once or whatever. And right. she, uh, he gets on top Crushes of her. Crushes a TV on him. And she bites his hand and he falls yeah. over on his side. And she's like, you go and drops the TV yeah. on his face. And then he's dead. He's twitching for a second. And so then Billy comes back. I, right. The other went upstairs or. He was something. searching for. Yeah, throughout yeah. the whole house. So. He's walking through with the gun pointing. Right. And then she comes out of a closet and stabs him with a umbrella. umbrella. And that looked like it hurt. It probably did. Well, yeah, it did because in the behind the scenes, uh, she actually did stab him. Not like a like a big injury, but like she his speared herself a trout. <laughs> yeah. Her her uh, yell his yell in this part is real, it's not acting. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, um, and she's dressed up in the ghost face outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. So, um, then she ends up uh, like she, he's on the ground, and right, and he gets on her, and he's like, "Time to meet your mother, say right. hi to her for me, or whatever." And Gail, Gail walks in and turns off the safety on the gun. Right, she's not actually dead, and she shoots him. Right. And then they're like, find out Randy's still Randy's still alive. He only got kidding. winged. Yeah, and then they're all standing over the body and. He's like, this, this is, is the part. part where they come back. Yeah. And then he goes, and then uh, Billy goes, like, jump, I guess not really jump. I think up, he but just has, like, came a, out of consciousness really fast. Like, yeah, and he like, was unconscious. Had yeah. an adrenaline rush type thing, and then yeah. she shoots him in the head. Right. Dead. Right. Go on. He didn't really get a last quip. He just like, ah! Yeah. So. She's got good aim for somebody that's probably never fired a gun before, by the way. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's point blank. Yeah. Still. But, um, so, after this, they have a little bit of. Like, the cleanup. Yeah. So you see that Dewey actually lives. He gets put into a... Dewey am- lives. In an ambulance. Randy and lives. Gail lives. The dad Sid. lives. And Sid lives. Yep. So you put them all... They put uh, Dewey in the ambulance, show he's alive, and you, you've you seen everybody else come alive. Right. You see that uh, her dad was in the closet. He breaks out. Right, right. And then it just cuts to later on that night of... Uh, Gail doing a oh like a right after report. right after yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's, the sun's coming up yeah. after the day and everything and she's doing a news report right. and that and you do a pan out right of all the stuff that's going on and that's it that's yeah. the movie that's the movie you don't need a you don't need a wrap up scene you don't need extra uh, after credit scene no you yeah. just, you're just like all right this is what happened they're telling the the world what happened and that's yeah. it we're done cut to black yep. And that's Scream 1. So, what do you guys think uh how, how did the how do you think the rules kind of affected you guys? Like are they pretty decent rules? Like or do they apply to today's horror movies? Uh I think they're like the t- test of time. Like they will sure. always be like don't be an idiot. Right. 
and like a lot of like the have sex thing. Yeah. That does still. It does, except for the movie uh, It Follows. That's. I have not seen that one. It, it's it's an interesting film. Okay, I'll check it out. <laughs> it's it's actually pretty good. So. Well, I don't, and also that also goes with like, it is different too because there's no. Right. There's no sex in it really. Right. Yeah. And. Well, in in uh, said in it. It. I mean, yeah. it, like the clown movie. The yeah. the well well in the book you, there is if you read the book it's weird there is yeah, we won't talk about yeah that. I'll tell you this outside of the, uh, out of it's, the podcast it's very controversial yeah okay it's Stephen King was doing a lot of drugs um, so I'll right. tell you I'll tell you he broke rule too deep yeah. dives okay yeah well I mean I think we kind of went through most of them yeah I think like, we did I, like I'll just share like one more thing on yeah. this since yeah, we're yeah. going to talk about speak it speak up um. So, like, way early on, when Billy arrives for the first time. Yeah. Um, so, when he shows up, I noticed that his hair was kind of sweaty mm-hmm. oh, yeah. at the bottom, mm-hmm. which was kind of like a dead giveaway to me. It was like, what you been doing, Billy? Because yeah. obviously you're not going to be – he was in shape enough where he, he wasn't going to be sw- – He wasn't going to be sweating – by climbing up onto the roof to sneak sure. into her room. I mean, yeah, but he he might. Sure. He, they didn't show that he, they any of them could drive, so maybe he had to. He walked all the way there because Sid's house True. in the middle of nowhere. Tatum could drive. Yeah, yeah. She Dewey could. could drive. But that was it. Right. At least that we've seen. Yeah, but yeah. we don't know if he can or not. Yeah. So I I also would assume if if we're looking at it from outside of the outside of the plot, I mean they did kidnap the dad, so they would have had to have been able to drive his car. So I'm assuming well, they, just, they just crashed it. They put it in a place. Well, but they, they put it in it. right. So I'm assuming they could at least drive know. it to an extent. I think they're all seniors in this movie, so they they should. Yeah, they but, were. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't just, really specify what grades. But I'm. It's just seniors. it's easy. To think of it either way, right? right. So yeah, so, you, so like that was like the like easy dead giveaway yeah. to me. It was like okay, this is kind of suspicious, but he was just kind of a oddball kind of suspicious character in general. To begin with, yeah, and he never hid his his actual voice from like the uh, voice box, right? It was well, like, he did. It was a very his, similar it was, tone and his it was man, his uh, yeah, his like I don't know what to say. His like not mannerisms, but the way he spoke, his right. infl- his inflections were very similar. Right. And they d- at the end they um, like they layer the voices of the guy, uh, right. the guy who does the voice, and then their voices together, so that the audience can put together right. that. But in the moment, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, yeah, I and like I said, they kind of gave that um, enough doubt throughout the entire film that it could be or could be anybody. Be and you know, back in that day, it was very seldom that there was. More than one killer, right? right? Yeah, you did not expect. Right. And usually right. I didn't expect it when I first saw it to have two killers in the film. Like, And usually with those that time, the killer was Jason. Oh, you know who it is. Right. It's right. You have Freddy. Freddy. You have oh, Jason. Yeah. You, right. have you have Michael. Mike Myers. Right. You got, it's a very knowable character that's not part of the group, right? And it's it's very early on that you know who it is. Yeah. Right. Right. The only... Th- the only um, Exception I can think of off the top of my head. There's probably a million other exceptions, but the thing. Oh yeah. It's more of a. That's more of a you know. Right, right. That that's more of a supernatural or not supernatural, but more of a. 
It could be anybody. Right, because it, it's it's a shapeshifter kind of a thing, and, yeah. and, and that kind of thing. But I, I think in today's society, if that movie was remade, if Scream was remade, it would be somebody within that. It wouldn't be somebody within that group, but you would think it would be Billy. Yeah. Like all signs would point to Billy, and then they would subvert your expectations and go with. But it wouldn't. Know. It wouldn't be as. Right. It wouldn't be as surprising. Yeah. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't work. Right. And and Billy was always a little bit too on the nose too, so it gave that kind of like, oh well, it couldn't be Billy because it's certainly Billy, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, so, so we're, at, we're at this point yep. where we're going to do we're, our ratings one out of ten. One out of ten. <laughs> Jim, what's You're your welcome, rating Nick. on this movie? I'm gonna say eight. Uh, I think um, it's a great film. It stands the test of time. There are uh, slight quirks in in it that I didn't care for. A couple wooden performances, um, over dramatic Henry Winkler death. Um, I, I I like I like the kills and everything, and I and I like how they set it up and they kind of sub- did all the rules and they basically you know gave that uh, they gave that critique of modern horror movies at the time that you know that film kind of reshaped the horror film genre. Um, so. Uh, watching it now was just as good as watching it, you know, a hundred times before. Um, I, th- I say a solid eight, maybe eight and a half. All right. Kenny, what do you think? Uh, one out of 10, I would have to give it about a 7.9. Okay. Okay. Uh, not quite an eight for me. Um, mm-hmm. just, there was a lot, there was a lot of good acting, don't get me wrong. And then there's a lot of terrible acting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, not by the well-known actors. More no. More like the actors you really don't know about like that yeah. one cheerleader girl yeah. her acting was complete trash right and and, and a, a lot of the like this is very early on in almost everybody's career right, in this movie right, at all right, so right. it makes sense it's, yeah and yeah. then the, the and then the henry winkler death was just yeah. way <laughs> but it, it's way hard to know if that was if that was intentional or right, he right. Was, he's been he's a very established actor he's a very likable guy too yeah yeah um i think i would give it out of bias, as my first like real deep dive into the horror genre after I saw Halloween, which I love that movie, but I'd probably give it like a a nine, eight and a half, nine. Okay, it's really solid. It it's a good um, intro to people who don't know the horror genre, right? And then you can like get references to like, oh, they're talking about prom night, or they're talking about, uh, they say Wes Carpenter. Which is obviously yeah. a, a rip of Wes Craven and John Carpenter. Right. So you just after that you can like oh uh, seek out all of these other things, and then rewatch this one and be like I get it I get it I get it. I thought it was really solid. I mean, it's not it's not touted as the one of the best horror movies for no reason. Right. It really changed the genre, and for the entire rest of the '90s and early 2000s. Kind of revitalized movie. it too. Yeah, e- like slashers were kind of dead right. at this point. Like Friday movies got real bad. Right. The Halloween movies. The Leprechaun movies. Yeah, they were, but they were all bad. Yeah, basically. but Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah, but like Halloween was just about ready to come out with H two O. Oh man, which was yeah. like the last good one. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but like Halloween. Four, five, and six had just come out in the right. last l- little bit, so 
people were really tired of it, and this revitalized the franchise yeah. of a slasher. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of ruined everything that came after because right. everybody else tried to be Scream. Right. You had, I know what you did last summer, which is solid. It's a solid one, but yeah. it's not as good. Right. And then you had like the faculty. Dude, the faculty was great. It's good, but like it was definitely you know trying. It was to different, yeah. And then they had that movie Valentine. Uh, My bloody Valentine or no, just Valentine? Valentine okay. had um, uh, the guy from Angel. Oh, David. Uh, Boreanaz, yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, yeah. So yeah, so it really paved the way for a new way of thinking. Yeah. The same way Die Hard changed action movies. Right. Same thing. But yeah. So I think that's it. All right. So uh, we'll catch you next time for uh, Scream Two. We're going to college this time, and there's a whole new set of ghost faces and murders, and we'll see how Sydney figures it out. All right. Anything else you guys want to say today? All I'm going to say is top off your coffee and jump right into the next episode. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And let us know. Uh, is there a comment section on? There is a comment section. Let us know what your favorite scary movie is. All right. See you guys. Hey everyone, we hope you enjoyed the episode today. If you did, you should go check out the rest of our episodes on our website at ccflugnutspodcast.com. You can also listen to us wherever you find your podcasts. Follow us on our Facebook and Instagram pages by searching the Lugnuts Podcast Group. Thanks for listening, and remember, Jesus loves you, and so do we.